ready now? I Let's do it. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Keel, alongside me, the inside of the insiders, Tyler Keel. I like beer. <laughs> I'll take it. And we have a, a fun-filled episode today. A fun-filled episode? Not a yeah. good one? It's going to be a garbage one, finally? No, it's still a good episode, but it's a fun-filled good Here's episode. Here's the thing, Alex, but fun dip, it's a it, fun dip is garbage for you. So therefore, this could be a fun episode, but as well be garbage. Yeah. But you don't want to know my favorite, my favorite Sesame Street character who was always, I think, was always fun, always having a good time? Oscar the Grouch. And he lived in the garbage can. Or you could be like Cousin Jerry. Certain fun dip. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so, let's let's start off with... Uh, we got a little bit to talk about. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about Vancouver A few first. more signings, but I think we got... The signings are starting to thin out. We got to... We gotta find a thick well, one. Well, it's getting towards. Oh, we're almost there. We're less. We I think tomorrow it's, is August, so next week is angry I, August. I, no, we're less than sixty-five days away. Because I remember somebody posted on. Oh, from uh, the season starting. Yes. Oh, thank goodness. We're less than sixty-five days away. Are we gonna? Am I gonna quit my job? Or are we gonna go to a training camp this year? What? You're not quitting your job. You need the money. No, right, I'm not quitting my job. Exactly. Uh, I was saying I want to take a week. Oh, I can't take a weekend off Berlin because that'd be kind of cool to go to a training camp. Uh, Toronto mate training camp. I'd love to go to that's in Niagara Falls this year. Mm. Niagara Falls. Ooh. And we can go to the Mario Kart too. We can make a trip out of it. Yes, we can. That's the point. That's how a training camp works. We do a podcast. We get Mike Babcock to say you're listening to the Kill Podcast. Or at least Hyman. I need you to say a line for me. Okay, I'll be the line. I'll do whatever you need me to do. I am Hyman. I'm, I do whatever you think. Arr! Hi, I'm Arr, Hyman. Is... You're listening to the Kill Podcast. He's, uh, not gonna uh, like, he's not gonna sound like a dog. Hi, this is Zach Hyman, and this is the Keel Podcast. If I can get five Leafs to say that, we'll be set forever. Just five. Just five. What if we get Austin? Austin Matthews. Austin Austin Matthews. Matthews. Here's the thing. If we put a mic in front of Austin Matthews, we'd be like, I'm Austin Matthews. I'm Austin Matthews. I mean, don't forget. I mean, he's still young, but his... uh, Fine, we'll get... Here's here's the thing. You know what? It's so funny. Like Everyone's like, oh, they're so dull. Hockey players are so dull. I'm like, that's a good thing. Because you don't want to brash Austin Matthews. Yeah, that McDavid guy. You know what? My buddy Kadri made him look like a fool. We yeah, don't, we Kadri don't want... tried to make me look like a fool. Dropped him on his face. See, you don't, you don't want that. We don't want this no, ain't wrestling. We don't want an Ovechkin guy that just bends the cup. We'll get little Willie. We'll, we'll get little Willie. Little Willie doesn't need to talk. He just flips his hair and everyone goes, here's a microphone and millions of dollars. Have you seen his beard? I don't know about that. I like it. Here's the thing. I just... I. Here's the thing. I like the clean shaven thing. Maybe it's because I'm finally shaving more often. Because I know I realize I can't call clean us old fashioned, but I, I don't. Clean. I I Here's like it thing. as it the will... off season. If hey, you know what? When it gets down Shoot, to business, I shave. hope I'm wrong. Hopefully, everyone goes a massive beard and we win. Austin can't grow a beard. <laughs> Mitch Marner can't. Mitch Marner can't he... even grow a beard. Mitch Marner can't grow. When a was fuzz. Austin Matthew? Austin Matthew was no, born. He was, he was before. He was born nine days I think, after Kelly was. What month is she? September. So she, Austin Matthews is literally two months older than me. That's it. Something like that. I can barely grow facial hair. I'm pretty sure he he doesn't got the genetic spurt. I don't know his his mom's. Uh, what is oh, then again, his dad his dad can grow some facial hair. What was that? I forget. What's his mom? Uh, she's Porter. She's she's not. Um, she ain't English. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, I can't think of it. Bosnian. No, gosh, no. She's like, like I she's Spanish, Hispanic, something Hispanic, Hispanic slash Latino. There we go. Central Bam. America, something. Oh, then that'd be Latino. Yes, yeah, I think so. I could be wrong, and I'm not just saying that as a generalization because of her skin. I, I heard something that she was uh, of some. I forgot what it was. All right, PC timeout. We are Hispanic slash Latino. Let's get that straight right now. Okay, yeah, we're we can't be racist. Our Ex- Mercedes, what? Mercedes. <laughs> Mercedes well, is one well, of our lovelies. Well, she's well, she's not blood though. I don't. know. She's yes, basically she blood. She is blood. Mercedes is. Blood. She's like she's like our third grandmother. All right, this is the part of the podcast where you guys pause and just ignore. <laughs> so Vancouver and Trevor Linden. Oh, speaking of Austin Matthews, <laughs> um, 
Trevor Linden leaves Vancouver and mentioning that ownership is not patient during the rebuild. Well, so let's just talk about this. Kind of just came out of the blue. So here's how my timeline works. You Quinn could say Hughes, the Vancouver blue, the Pacific, the blue. Yeah, I guess the ocean. Yeah. Ha! Um. So the word came out that well, Qu- first I remember Quinn Hughes saying he was going to save and play for Michigan for another year. Which yes. Is for, in my eyes, for yeah. a defense, for a defenseman, and not just because I'm a Michigan fan, but it's also because. For his kind of development, going to Vancouver right now is not a good idea. No. They are not. Like, they're he'll get, they'll get a lot him. of playing time, but the problem is he'll get too much playing time. He'll get overexposed, and he won't be able to develop. Playing another year in college, maybe going to Utica for a year, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Hey, Joe Roberts works there now, Kalamazoo guy. Uh, he's working for Utica. He, he works for Utica? Now, yeah, he got moved up. That's why. Cal- boy! That's how the Kalamazoo job opened. a boy! Fingers crossed, Thomas! <laughs> um, he actually did get a phone call, by the way. Oh, good. Um, but... So everything's going on, like, okay, nothing out of the ordinary, guys want to play. And then all of a sudden, Lennon steps down, and you're like, what? No. The British Columbians. Eh, no, it doesn't work no. too well. No, it doesn't work too well. Um, but the, Van- the Vancouverians. No. No? Okay. The Kinekis. The Wales. The Kinecki boys. Alright. Nah, I don't know about that. So, okay. Linden says. Linden down. leaves. And out of the blue, that Linden leaves. Was that not the article? Was that the that better have been the headline the next day in Vancouver? No, and, the I think if I remember correctly, the actual uh headline was Linden Leaves Vancouver. So Linden leaves. It. We got two thirds of it, right? So yeah. And Sounds it was so everyone everyone's, you know, running for question, trying to figure out what the heck's going on. And um Luke Fox, who I will talk about a little later, he talked about um, how Linden was kind of full scale for ready for a rebuild. He was ready to, you know, burn the bridge or burn the house down. Burn it down. Go on. So, and then that, that, that was the idea. So kind of like a leaf site, like a, like how the Leafs do, or like how teams are doing now. How everyone does. Everyone has to rebuild at some point. Exactly. And the Canucks have, and I remember the idea was, the whispers that ownership was like, well, let's do it after the Sedins leave, please. And, well, and, yeah, and, yeah. That, and that does not imply, that's what Luke Fox said, that did not imply that they were forcing the Sedins out. The Sedins, no, no. The, the Sedins made that decision themselves, which is good. Because, you know, I mean, I've, of course, then again, I've seen, worse, I've seen worse shenanigans before. Do you think they get uh, – well, I'm sh- no, that's not even a question. The Sedins are obviously going to get an ambassador role with – Well, the, I don't know, but I'd say go the, home. Well, actually, what is home for them? Are they are Sweden. They, so, oh, their wives are Swedish. Okay. No, that's what I was saying is that they're going to get – like hockey ambassador roles with the Swedish national team. Like how Lich. Oh, okay. Like the Swedish national team. Okay, gotcha. That's what I'm talking about. Um, so going back to Linden, and he was ready for a rebuild, and it seemed like everything was all smooth, but ownership said like they weren't ready or they were they were not going to be as patient. Like Linden probably, I think Linden said like he proposed like a, a multi year plan, like a five year plan, like the Leafs did. They so, hold pro- on, hold on, hold mm-hmm. on. But ownership, uh, okay, Alex, can you look up the owners, please, for me, actually? Yep. Can you? Um, I. I don't think it's Rogers, but I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. I know it's Rogers Arena. Of course, then he had Rogers owns half of Canada, two thirds of Canada, depending on where you're living. Um, so, and they just seemed like the ownership group wasn't wasn't going to be as patient as Trevor Linden was going to. And obviously, Trevor Linden is the president, and so Jim Benning. That's why they're making all these moves to kind of not lessen the team, but not really put them on the spot, saying, "Hey, we have to be good now." And he didn't, they weren't looking, they weren't seeing eye to eye. And Linden didn't want to be there. He didn't want to play their game, which good for him. Hey, be your man, be your own man. Know what you think you know what's what's best. And yeah, it's hard. Times have been hard in Vancouver. Jim Benning hasn't done the greatest job. The team has very has very well underperformed. And you have a guy like Brock Besser right now who's going to come up through the team. There's he's he is the top guy right now in Vancouver. What you got? Um, the Vancouver Canucks are majority based or majorly owned by the. I want to say I'm pronouncing this right. The Akilney Investment Group, which is the parent company of the diverse subsidiaries, a.k.a. a guy named Francesco Akilini. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I remember. I, I, okay, I thought I pressed the button or anything. Yes, I remember this name now. Okay, that's. I saw this um, a couple tweets ago. So, so long story short, they weren't seeing eye to eye. I just, I don't know. I don't know what Vancouver wants to do. Like, I do think, the ownership doesn't, like... They got to see that you can't get any better from where you're at right now. You have they to. They probably looked at the 
and your your Utica team is not a bad American League club at all. Like, right, right, You have right. a lot going on. Did, and let's be honest, Thatcher Demko is not ready yet. Did they? Did Fox disclose how many years the plan was? Was it like five or seven? Well, no, because he because he hadn't talked to Lennon since. Lennon has not. But really, it was a, it was a multi year plan, right? Well, of course, yes. Uh, and like how most things are, you can't I'm just, pretty sure you can't do a one year turnaround. I'm pretty sure ownership looked at that and saw how many years they had to wait and just got impatient. And how much like, money? Nope. And they're and they're and they had like the this I think they had like the lowest attendance since like 20, 2014 or something like that. It was like yeah. eight, they only sold like eighteen thousand on average. Which I mean, this is a big and, investment. And here's the and that's the thing is they are investing a lot of money. They hate losing money. They think if they just get better now, it's going to work. Nobody wants to take a loan. Exactly, and that's the problem. Is you see the team, and you know what, Vancouver fans are not Vancouver. Out West people, please, please, please get mad at me for this. And I know this is called Eastern Bias, but whenever I, why is it whenever I watch a West Coast game, if your team's not doing well, people just stop showing up. Calgary, not now. Hold on, let me go. Vancouver, uh, it's Leaf fans when the Leafs come to town. Edmonton, I mean, don't get me wrong, 20, 10 years ago, it would not be this way. Uh, let's be honest. Cause that, yes. And so, why is it, but then you're like, well, you watch like Edmonton and Arizona. It's kind of a half building at uh, Rogers, it's Rogers Center. No, Rogers Arena. Yes, because Rogers Center is Vancouver. Correct. And then you watch Vancouver play LA. It's kind of like okay, Calgary's Calgary is still. I mean, they have a very they have, they have a very passionate fan base, and I'm not judging the passions of the fan base. I'm not. I'm just saying they're not selling like they usually are when they're good. That's well, <clears throat> business wise, that just makes sense. Now, as Lee wait for not for not selling tickets or correct. Okay, as, so you're saying so as, the fans react more than obviously exactly. Toronto is more corporate, so I understand we, why everyone's as, like uh, Toronto. As Leaf fans and partial Detroit Red Wings fans, because I know you still like the Red Wings, so there's a part of you in there. I like the old Wings. I like Ozzy. If I met Steve Eiserman, yes, I would hug him and cry and wonder why. Oh my gosh, you're touching my belly button with your face because it's that <laughs> short. What I'm saying is that got really personal really quick. Yes, it, got <laughs> yes, it did. Got a little bit creepy at the end there with the belly button stuff, but. Um, what I'm saying is we're we're a little bit spoiled. Toronto fans, they're Toronto. They always show up, no matter what. And, and then and the where, rest this is where the West Coast fans scream. No, out, it's not even no, West, it's corporate. It's not even West Coast. It's all. There's also East Coast. You look at teams like New Jersey, um, the Islanders, especially with Barclays Center. Who can't if sell you, an ice cream cone to a kid? Exactly. If your team's not good, why pay the money to spend? Why why pay the money to watch your team lose? Correct. That's the point. So that's why teams like for me. Vancouver Canucks, uh, the Islanders, those teams really depend on their sales coming from season ticket holders, and those are and the, they were and, and those are the ticket holders that success. Yes, exactly. So even if it's the, just the, the season, first round, the season ticket holders that you see in Vancouver right now, those are the people that bought the, their packages for multi years, whatever. When the Sedins were around, maybe even way back when, when they were diehard fans with Bertuzzi there. That's what oh, I'm talking. Well, and and Maslin and exactly when they were and, good and Jonas Hedberg when they were Dan good. Dan Cloutier when they were good. Exactly. Robert Sherbatsky, tell us about the 2003-2004 divisional championship. Well, that team didn't ever. Okay, so I met your mother. Yes, yes, we know. But you see what I'm you see what I'm getting at. It doesn't matter where you are, except for ex- if, like very very niche places. If your team's losing a lot, I mean niche. Niche, niche, both, both, same word. Don't say touche. Don't say touche and tush. It's pronounced touche. Thank you. There's an X on egu on the e. Don't even start. There's a chick over the e. Um, Let me talk to Josie. But what you? Long story short, if you win, you have fans show up. If you don't, fans don't show up. You need to win. And that's why some teams are just very like, hey, let's just get to the playoffs. So they 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 ride on that in Vancouver. They hasn't made out. playoffs. Recently. Exactly. They they were all right for the first part, and they fell off a cliff. Vancouver is going to be Vancouver is going to be an in debt team for a. I'm saying until the next three years. they get the direction they're supposed to be going, and I guess with what Linden's going with right now, Quinn that H- ain't happening. Quinn Hughes could be the, the turnaround for Vancouver. <laughs> Let's well, so was Jordan Subban, but he's a Marley now. Um, hey, <laughs> I'll take him. But uh, if I could have all three of the Subans in Toronto, I would. Malcolm? Uh-huh. Okay. He play, okay. As a Marley. I Who's didn't... your other goalie then? Picard, Pickard? Yeah, I'd put Picard over. Pickard and Subban? Yeah. Pickard and Subban over. Let him split. Like the, yeah. Let him yeah. split, and then Pickard would own the playoffs. There you go. Boom. And ask then, me, ask me how, where you... how, how do we get PK? 
Oh, simple. We're we're gonna sell him on the fact that you get to play with your two brothers because we're okay. Not, we have to trade for him because he's not playing for the Leafs. He's to playing tr- the Marlies. We have to trade for him. Not when he's old. That's true. Um, well, no, because it's kind of like well, the whole thing. Like, he's gonna get too old, and we're gonna throw him to the Marlies. That's what's gonna happen. But going Do it back, for me. Go get go rid of the fans. Get rid of Hogan. Going back to Vancouver. Did you just fart? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we're going to talk about the Rangers here in a second, but at least the Rangers told their fans, you're going back to the season ticket holder thing. They told their fans, hey, it's going to be rough. And that's but, why they did. But please stick with us. And then, let's talk about Tom Wilson. Then they signed Kevin Hayes and Brady Shade to a combined 10 point, oh, let me do my math here, 10.425, no, 10.11. million dollars a year. No. Well, okay, okay. Kevin. Well, are you talking about his first year? Are we talking no, combined, about the no, five com- combined Kevin Hayes and Brady Shea. That's eleven. It's oh, eleven point eleven point four two five. No, that's no, that's excuse me, that's ten. Yeah, eleven point four two five. Ten point four two five. Ten point four two five. I was right the first time. You, got you said me. eleven. I no, you made me say eleven. Okay, never mind. Ten point four two five million dollars. So this rebuild, New York, riddle me this. There's a reason why unless they you're trying to go after the Red Wings kind of model of rebuild, what are you doing? <laughs> so breaking news reported here by Elliot Friedman: Ryan Spooner, two years AAV of four million dollars. Literally, could not be better timing for this right now that we're talking about the Rangers. But are you serious? Like, <sighs> one one's an arbitrary year and one's a UFA year. So after 2020, he's UFA. You're trying to bury this team, and I just don't understand it. You're... Marketing. Marketing? You're marketing Ryan Spooner? Everyone likes to spoon a little bit. Let's get a little Spooner in there. No, I just, I don't understand it. It just doesn't make sense. Like, your side, like Brady Shea, yes, he's going to be Tabner's number one defenseman because McDonough is now down in Tampa, and obviously he's resigned, and doesn't look like that whole. Eric Carlson to Tampa, Tampa gets to Rangers, things going to work out. Why $5 million? I know, okay, granted, I knew it was arbitration. I know there was going to be um, costs involved with this. But why in the world would you... I mean, obviously you don't want to lose your a top defenseman like Brady Shea. And I, That's say, why and I say that word, I say top defenseman Brady Shea very loosely, okay? Top for New York. Yes, the same way that the Leafs' top defenseman at one point was Tomas Caberlet at 35. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Non-shooting Thomas Caberlet. He could play the penalty kill. No, he didn't. He could not. He could In the video game, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> but I just, what are you, are you, are you, go, are you this team that's going to be awful? Are you trying to, like, hey, maybe if we just eliminate any cap space, then we will be awful? Every team needs a foundation, and, and that's what—that's why I see Shea getting. Kevin them Hayes is signed for one year at five point one seven five. Brady Shea signed for six years. Mm-hmm. You need a foundation. You a can't, foundation of what? I guess he's, yes, he's a young, talented defenseman. But what if he doesn't develop that contract in twenty twenty two? Dude, dude, listen, <laughs> listen to this though. Come on. The New York Rangers look at Brady and think. This has to be our Maurice. This has to be our guy. We can't build a... You, you mean Bufflin? No, Maurice. Maurice? No. No. Yes. No. He's a young guy. That's what I'm saying. I know, but they're not... A young but they're def- not. But they're not going to dump the load for Morrissey's Winnipeg's going to do. Of course, they don't have the room to do that. But beside the point... You, you can't build a castle on salt and sand. You're right. Make a concrete base, even though, as of right now... But 5. Is, that, 2, is that the guy you want to go with? Brady Shea. They've decided. I'm going to tweet the morning skate. I'm going to tweet them and ask them. Listen to the first. Uh, we're at the. Uh, oh, then again, we had a lot of time. We're at the probably 20, 15 and 20 minute mark. Morning skate. Let me know. Is Brady Shea worth that kind of money for a team that's supposedly rebuilding? Potentially, yes. And I, I'll be honest. And I say this, and don't forget, we signed Morgan Riley and Asim Kadri for six years right after the 69 point season. Nice. Think of the think of the money ball situation. But that's what I'm saying is like that's they both got signed for. Uh, well, actually, what did Morgan Riley make? Crap. Um, they probably they went to their statisticians and they're like, listen, we got. Are you sure? Are you sure Glenn Sather and 
Them all well, like, that what this that's the best they have. They're probably like, oh, listen, sorry. we have Morgan Riley is still making less than Brady Shea. Yeah, because he knows, he knows what's is, good for him. When, because that's he knows, a different situation. And Morgan Riley is twice the defenseman as Brady Shea is. Exactly, but you also have to remember that Morgan Riley also knows that if he doesn't get paid as much, he has more chance of winning a cup. That's how it works. You take pay cuts, you win the cup. Right. In theory. So they were looking at, listen, we got this Shea feller that he's on arbitration. an S and a K, and uh, that's a no Skidgy. for me, dog. That's a, a, no, that's a no for me, dog. He's a squeegee. He's a squeegee? Squeegee. She's sticky? The sticky works! <laughs> Needless to say, we got this kid on arbitration. Um, we we want to make sure that our investment's good. What can you tell us? You and they're done, probably like, well, done, if you put you the chicken could, over the E, you put an X there, and you carry the two. You could have done a you could have done a three year deal then at that much money, not lock him up for six. Hey. How bad? How long do you want to be bad? As long as you need to be. How, Think of it this way: six years for Brady Shea. Tell me how the Marcel Dion, Phil Esposito, general manager. The Toronto Maple were. Leafs were. Tell me how bad the eighties were before the John Toronto Maple Leafs, Leafs were expected to be bad for a whole seven years. Six years compared to seven. Okay, is they were good. bad ten years before that. So we kind of were like, if we can get this thing going oh, quicker. Okay, but it wasn't. Those ten years earlier weren't weren't necessarily in rebuild mode. It was just in suck mode. That was, ah that was yes, Br- we're gonna Bar- give Tomas Caberlet the amazing contract, and that, we're gonna sell him to Boston. Exactly, and we're gonna make the infinite for a guy, and then we're gonna give him to Ottawa. Okay. So, going into the next Jonathan part, Bernier is our, is our defensive solution, not James Reimer, who literally just dragged this team into a playoff spot. Okay, so so tell I'll I'll give you uh you I'll give you something I'll, well, I'll give you that aggression a little bit of outlet. What is the separation between New York and Washington right now? Nothing as a far as Stanley I'm concerned. Cup. Looking at my screen, Red a, oh, a 6.5 point something. A 6 by 5 point million dollar contract. Whether it be Brady Shea or Tom Wilson, why does Washington spend the money on Tom Wilson? Who cares? They won the cup. But Tom Wilson is bad. Steve Dangle said it himself. If the Leafs won the cup, I wouldn't mind signing everyone for six nine million dollars. Because who cares? We won the cup. Ovechkin will not be sober by training camp. Let's be honest. He's still playing game on his couch with his girlfriend, wife, whatever. Who cares? Uh, girlfriend. Girl, good for you know he's still partying, and you know what? We they won the cup. Let that hangover sit in. Who cares? They got their cup finally. Ovechkin is confirmed. He is the next Yarmir Yager. <laughs> he is the he. Well, actually, it seems like he's got a solid relationship there. I think actually, I can't. Say, I can't. I say think they're going to get married. Actually. Probably. I but I was going to say I can't say the next Yarmir Yager, but it's the now Yarmir Yager because Yarmir Yager got took out by a guy trying to make a name for himself. Pwned. Literally, that's what happened to his head. He just got boom. In the boards. Like Ryan, like a Ryan Smith deal. Um, uh, what are we talking about this? Oh yeah, Tom, Tom, Wilson. Tom Wilson sucks. So does it? Does he that make? No, he doesn't suck. He just got paid a crap ton of money. For okay, he gets paid more for what than he does. Absolutely. So, so you're it's telling just, me that? No, wait, any... Hold on, hold on. Actually, no, wait. Um, I'm gonna do this right now because it's kind of funny. So, I just skated. But can you can you answer me one question before you look into this? Yes. So, does this make any team that wins the Stanley Cup? Does this give them the excuse of who cares? Let's spend all the money and then suck it later because we spend too much. It depends. I feel like if you're a team, I feel like if you're like Pittsburgh or Chicago, who's kind of won a lot of cups, wants to keep going. That's fine. I give. But them if three. you if you haven't won a Stanley Cup in your franchise history, or if you're a Leafs fan since the expansion ever, I mean, who cares? I mean, if the Leafs were garbage, yes, I'd kind of be like, okay, what happened, guys? Help! Help! Panic! No, but yeah, um, what you want to know what's gonna happen with Washington though? Chicago. Here we go, this money! Yay! So I was gonna and say, and now so, you're like, oh crap, so here's, we here's, don't have any more money. So here's what I'm gonna say this, and I probably won't be allowed to skate with him ever again. But I skated with Justin, Justin Ablecare this last Friday, and a couple other pro guys. Yeah, broken nose. <laughs> He's got the, Justin broken nose. Hey, you know what? He's got the same nose as Ringo Starr. Good for former him. Muskegon chief. Chiefs, they probably did. Former yeah, Motor Shore Sailor. <sighs> Former Michigan State Spurton. Spurton. Hi, my name. But, Justin Applecater. I got broken nose and I won at the So, there's a lot of criticism towards him. He's makes. He's making... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's how much he's making. He's making say, a, say the number. He's making 4.25 until 2023. 
You'll uh-huh. be out of college. Uh-huh. But there's literally, and he makes that money simply because of the fact that before he got signed. He punches people. He uh, When he, his last contract was 2013, 2012 to 2016, he was playing with Pavel Datsuk and Henrik Zetterberg. Now, who did Tom Wilson play with the majority of last year on the first line? Ovechkin. Ovechkin and Backstrom. Or Kuznetsov, too. It was, so he's it was making mainly, this money off of this. Now, yes, in a couple years from now, it's yes, the Andrew like, Ladd situation. Andrew, okay, Andrew Ladd. Him you know playing with Tavares, him. Okay, well, him. Well, and the, and then we're gonna get into the John Tavares effect in a second. And that'll be later on. But that's what I'm just saying. It's like that's a lot of money for a guy that literally had help. He was helped to a contract like this. Exactly. So, so why is he getting paid this much? Because, because he, he had did, somebody he well. helping him. He's got a great agent. <laughs> and he was an RFA. I mean, no one's going to offer him that. And you're, excuse me. And they didn't want to go to arbitration, so they gave him his money. But Tom Wilson wasn't an RFA. Yes, he was. Was he? Yeah. That's why I joked. I'm like, yeah, the Leafs should offer him. You know, to see what happened. But Leaf that, fans would be pissed. Tom Wilson? From Toronto? Oh, no. We, we'd be happy to have him, but we'd be pissed. Oh, at that dollar? Yeah. Exactly. But if I no, got no a, I, was, I was talking about Tom Wilson because we don't like him because he's a crappy person, but we'd still like him. Why? Because he, situ- he literally beat the Leafs in the playoffs? It's the same situation of, I would love to have Brad Marchand playing for the Leafs, but I would hate him. You want to know why? <sighs> How many games would Brad Marchand li- freaking win for the Toronto Maple Leafs? Hey, Just on be, penalty hey, minutes world, alone. Hey, that World Cup, that World Cup of Hockey... You're gosh darn right, Brad Marchand. He was my favorite player. I'll take him any as day of the week. As soon as he scored the game-winning goal and the final buzzer went, all right, we can hate him now. It's okay. But time was that's a that that's a, you know what, Washington, you won the cup, go for it. You won the lottery, spend it all. It's gonna cost you. But hey, who cares? That Stanley Cup's on your finger. Vetchkin's happy. Pretty sure, like I said, he's probably still been drinking. If you had the Stanley Cup on your finger, that would probably hurt. Oh, I meant the ring. Stanley Cup ring, sorry. Actually, they haven't gotten the rings yet because they got to be designed still. Exactly. So it'll be a little bit. But and they got they had their fitting though. They had their fitting. Yes, they will. They, they but they have it. So. Uh, Cody Cece. Okay, moving, moving on. on with probably the last. Well, like not the second last. We're moving over to Ottawa. Yeah, another team that kind of sucks. Kind of. So Cody Cece has. It's official. He's, he's going to arbitration. Yes. This was Okay, this was like last week. Yeah. Uh, but Elliot, we, we Elliot weren't Freeman there. reported it. Freege, my good buddy Freege, reported he, it. He's not your buddy, Freege. Elliot so, Freeman. Cody CC asked for $6 million. Otto wants to give him 3.35. Both sides are dumb. I'm sorry. Like, I know you're going to lose your best defenseman, but paying Cody CC like he's 3.35, I guess. Like, if, hey, if Brady Shea can make 5.35, Two five, I guess Cody Cece can make three point three five. Mm. Cody Cece asking for six million dollars though. That's stupid. What, what are you expecting? Go to Arizona then, because they have they have the maybe money. Cody Cece was expecting that uh, Ottawa wasn't able to meet it. Maybe he wanted to leave and this was his way. Well, they, he, they'll just make him sit. That's the problem. Exactly. And he and he only doesn't want to sit. So they're gonna settle probably. I'm gonna say four, four point five to four or four point five to five. Somewhere in that range. Oh, really? I, I was thinking. I don't four think. Or I don't four... think they're gonna. I don't think Ottawa can afford this meet in the middle with him because you want to know why? Because like I said, you're gonna lose your best defenseman here. Yeah, but at the same time, though, Ottawa really doesn't have a budget right now. You mean they? Or do. they? They yeah. have a very they're, strict, it's a very budget. tight budget. You're right. And I was thinking four to four point two five. That's as much. But as But here's I could the thing: get. is that's where I'm saying Cody Cece's not gonna want that. If you want to make him happy, you're gonna have to go above half. It's gonna be a different. Jacob Truba situation is where Jacob Truba wants to play. Cody, that's why he signed for you know as short a term as he did. Cody Cece, I look at him and I see Ekman Larson. I see third. You're pair, gonna you're gonna I see pay a third me to lose. De- I see a third pairing defenseman. You're gonna pay me to lose. Oh, if uh, I'm Cody Cece, not Ekman Larson. I meant Cody Cece. Ekman Larson. No, that's what I'm talking about. Ekman Larson and Cody Cece at the same time. Look at. No, Look how much Ekman CC? Carl- no, Ekman Carlson was offered that Larson. money. Ekman, Ekman Ekman Larson. Ekman Carlson. Ooh, there's a there's a love child I'd love to actually see on the ice. That's like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like it's like John Elway with and David, Tom Brady. With David Beckham as the godfather. It's like it's like Ozzy Osbourne and Lemmy Kilmester. Dude, let's, let's can we just all admit this? Peyton Manning is the Tom Brady of all state commercials. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You just broke the internet. 
You're call, we're gonna call you Ralph because you broke the internet. Which, by the way, we're going to see that movie. Oh heck yeah, <laughs> we are going to see that movie. Um, oh by the way, we saw Incredibles two this past weekend. I know we're going off. But worth the wait. Worth it. If you have not seen it yet, we it took us a while to go see it because we're busy and stuff. Worth it. Even though there's only been two. It's so worth it. They had to go on screen beforehand saying, guys, this is worth it. Yeah. I love how they did that. You had two villains. The gimmick one at the beginning and the actual one that had (laughs) motives and stuff. And Amy was never born. You and me both, cowboy. Talking back to the Ottawa Senators. Brady Kachuk. Speaking of people that never wanted to be born, Ottawa Senators fans. (laughs) (laughs) Brady Kachuk. All right, so we're moving on from Cody Cece. Yeah, because, yeah. Brady Kachuk. Uh, first uh, first round pick for the Ottawa Senators. It sounds like I think he the, wants to go hold best. On, hold on, okay. no, I'll let you say the actual announcement on the contract is going to happen soon, as reported. Now, I it sounds like what I'm getting at is he's going to ask for probably a little bit of money, like how remember the whole Austin Matthews deal, where everyone their everyone and their mother was scared to death that he was not going to sign for some reason. Okay. Brady Kachuk is kind of sitting in the same boat. The problem is that I don't see an upside for Brady Kachuk asking for nine hundred thousand dollars, nine hundred plus thousand dollars, whatever the max is. I think it's like nine twenty-five, right? It is nine twenty-five. And all the sign, all the all the performance bonuses, and that's going to be hard because that means you have a lot. Of, that means you have to play well. Oh God. And and you think he should go back to BU? I do. I I look at Brady Kachuk and I think we talked about him earlier. Quinn, Quinn Hughes, going well, Quinn back to Hughes, Michigan. But that's why I think Quinn Hughes is over. Brady Kachuk still has he still has a guy that's going to play a lot, like Bobby Ryan's going to play a lot. He's going to have um, Matt Duchesne around, who's going to play a lot. Those are guys around him that he can develop, that he can learn from directly. Who can Quinn Hughes learn from in Vancouver? He could talk to the Sedins on the uh, phone. Al- Edler, I, I don't know what you learn in Vancouver. That's why Quinn Hughes is fine. Brady Kachuk, if he goes to Ottawa, hey, I can play with. Matt Duchesne. Yeah, he's not going to get burnt out, but at the same time, I think he just needs just one more year. One more year to Well, everyone stay said in. that about Jack Eichel, and of course he went to Buffalo, which uh, that's a dumpster fire. Exactly. Well, that was a dumpster fire. I'm I don't just, know I don't know what they're doing now. I'm very tentative with rookies. If if you make one wrong decision, it's over for you. Right. So, him going back to Boston University and going playing for, aren't they the Bulldogs still? Terriers. Oh, the Terriers, excuse me. But, I just oh. You probably just made a lot of people mad. Oh, I'm, Are there I'm, any BU fans that listen to us? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please press Some the Some sort of button. dog. The Terriers. The Boston University Terriers. That's why they're called Boston Terriers. Exactly. Bingo, bango, bongo. I'll take the whitefish. No, it's bingo, bango. I'll take the whitefish. Bingo, bango, 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 bango. I'll take bango, the whitefish. I'll fight you. Yes, he could play with other these good players. We're talking about Bobby Ryan. We're talking about Magic Shane. And he won't be burnt out as Quinn Hughes would if he went to Vancouver and didn't go back to Michigan. But at the same time, it's a different pace. It's just one of those weird things. And that's why I think they want him to learn, things. because by the end of that three-year entry-level contract, maybe Ottawa will be competitive. And I say maybe. I say strongly maybe. Okay, that's a huge maybe. Brady Kachuk will make a decision, and worse comes to worse, it doesn't end up work. It doesn't end up for him. But him being... Like, I think who his father is and who up. his brother is, I want him to do well. I feel like he I feel like he wants to he wants to prove himself. I really think he does. I don't like Quinn Hughes thinks he maybe he wasn't ready yet. Brady Kachuk, I think the way he the way his moxie is, the way he's kind of feels about himself, I feel like he's ready. I feel like he thinks he's ready at least. So He's got the charisma for it. Yeah, he totally wants to He wants fa- to be in the NHL. He wants to face and his like brother said, and be like, ha ha he well I he, beat plays, you. he only plays him twice, but still. But that's what I'm thinking. Like he wants to play in the NHL because, like I said, he's gonna ha- he, ha- he doesn't have the best talent, but he'll have veteran players around him that can help him, and that can. And it's not going to be like, you know, I'm playing with literally nobody and having to lead this team like Steve Eiserman did when he came into the league. But that's yeah. another story. Um, so I just I'm just tentative with him. That's my thing. You, you don't want him to crumble, which I understand exactly. And he's too good. And that's why maybe Jack Eichel shouldn't have came in the league. But then again, Jack Eichel got hurt in his second year, so. So who knows? Exactly. Brady, I don't want Brady Kachuk to get hurt in his first game. I don't want him getting a headshot. Should we have a lot to talk about in Ottawa? Because <laughs> speaking of Ottawa, oh hey, that guy, the other guy that we should always be talking, talking about. about people getting hurt and not so hurt. Eric Carlson. So Eric Carlson's math is wrong, guys. <laughs> Apparently his ankle is 110 percent because it's that good. <laughs> 
No, literally, that's the quote from his interview. I know. My, my ankle's at 110% because it feels just that good. He's taking steroids, guys. It's better than normal. So? You anabolic steroids in the ankle, even though it's metal. Doesn't make sense, really. Well, I mean, you got the tendon still. No, it's, no I, uh, I don't know what's left in that ankle. That's regular. I'm just saying, like... I'm glad he's feeling better. Here's my thing about Carlson. Say next year happens, and he plays awful. And, like, he statistically plays awful. Not just, like, the team, but he plays awful. That dollar amount that you're going to get now is going to go down the chute. At least he'll be able to be traded. It's like it's like Josh Donaldson. I know I, I the crossport reference is whatever. Josh Donaldson's making twenty three million dollars to at this point ride the bench. He just got put back on the sixty day DLS with the Jays. If he wants to go somewhere, he's going to have to sign with the Jays because no one else is going to want to sign him now. Yeah. Eric Carlson, if you have a bad year or if you do get hurt again, that eighty million dollar contract you're going to get from Ottawa, that's going to be your best contract offer. And that's if they are even going to want to sign. I mean, they're going to want to because, I mean, they're going to need somebody to market the team around. And so if you're going to – it's it's so weird. Like, And I know Ottawa's trying to do something. I think they are. There's been – like I said, there's been the whispers. There's been the Tampa rumors. There's been you know rumors spreading around about where he's going to go, what's going to happen, will he stay, blah, blah, blah. You know, he wants to see Ottawa win. He wants to be there when Ottawa wins, but he just knows it ain't going to happen anytime soon. No. He doesn't have the time to. So if I'm Eric Carlson, I I don't want to say I'm pushing a trade, but I he's going to try and test the free agent market, so he has to play. This is a contract year for him, so he's going to have to show that, hey, I'm still in my prime and I'm worth a 10-year, 8-year con, whatever. You're, you're going to be worth a lot of money. I just hope it's, it's not. It's going to be very hard for him, though, to show that off on a team like Ottawa. Right, and I, I just hope, God, God help Mr. Carlson, I don't want his ankle feeling like 110% now because he had an extended postseason or offseason. And him to go and start playing, and he's like maybe 10 or 15 games in, and he's like, you know, my ankle doesn't feel too good. I don't want that to happen. Because if that happens, then at the same, he's going to be playing third-line defense because as good as he is, you, you don't want to play him too much. Because if he's 15 games in and his ankle is hurting, and you got a eighty something game season, not to mention if you possibly make the playoffs. Yikes. Exactly. Yikes, yikes, triple yikes. That's if they make the playoffs, and I don't know about that. Uh, oh, we have a trade. We have a trade? Who got traded? Um we have Is it a hockey trade? Blue Jays send lefty relief Aaron Lope to Philly. Oh, it's not a hockey trade, no, sorry. Yeah, then why would I care? I don't care. It's the it's the um So the Blue Jays are trying to do something. Eh, wrong. You suck. Go home. <laughs> Blue Jays, well, they're trying to do a lot. And can I just quick say best wishes to Roberto Osuna? Can I say that? What? Who? I know you don't because you don't follow the Jays. Roberto Osuna, he's the closing pitcher. He's the one that has the domestic assault charges against him oh, right yeah. now. He got sent, done to, uh, sent to Houston. And the Jays got a lot of stuff in return. I just want to wish him the best. I, I, it's so weird. I'm not going to get into that whole thing because I don't. We're I, not, I, no. I, I just wish him the best because I just. I want him to do well, and I know the kind of person he is, and he's a really nice kid, and he's he's younger than I am, okay? So I I, I just want. You said him it was to do domestic well. abuse charges. It was, a, it was a domestic abuse charge, and it's so and it's so it's. And now is it a charge or are like are charge. they still in court? There's still there's still stuff going on. And he's gonna take a plea deal. I'm telling you. I don't know, but anyway, community so service. Best wish to Asuna. Hopefully he does well. God bless him. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Luke Fox. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of, we spoke about him really about the whole Lennon deal. He wrote something interesting about um, the rumors. Rumor has it. Ooh, rumor I don't know, has I don't know about rumors, rumor. but he talked about how, excuse me, playing with Tavares will make Mitch Marner a rich player. Yeah. Because obviously there's rumors, because obviously it was announced that Austin Matthews, uh, his agent, him, and the team have been negotiating for the pay contract. Pay cut. Pay cut, pay cut, pay cut. How can you take a pay cut? He's only making $900,000. Okay. <laughs> Pay cut to what his potential salary could be. Ah, yes, that's what you mean. Um, so that's why I think that's why I was like talking about because obviously, obviously, William Neal has to be resigning this year. Yes. Um, Pay cut, please. <laughs> well, I don't know how much he can take off, um, or how much. Well, like I said, he's on an entry level deal too. He was making less than um, 
Matthews was. Well, yeah, but then again, Matthews was the all-star, and Willie is the good player. He's a good player. Yeah, so I just pulled up the article because I had to make sure I had this right. So, Oh, you're on the Sportsnet one. Yes. Well, that's the TSN one. Um, so it's funny. Um, While you're talking, I'm going to John Tavares, well, like, how he, like, he just lists off a couple examples, okay? So let's look at an example of John Tavares who made guys better players around him and made them rich. Matt Molson was paid $5 million to play for the Ontario Reign last year, the American League affiliate to the LA Kings. But if you also look at Alec Pozo, who's making a lot of money. If you look at Josh Bailey, who's still making quite a bit of money. Guys around him that play really well with John Tavares, and obviously Mitch Marner is probably going to be on their wing. You want to know how much I'm sure he's going to be on the wing? Mitch Marner was in the video that was sent, that was displayed, that was promoted to John Tavares in the meeting in Los Angeles. Yeah, you're going to play with Mitch Marner. That's, that was it. And they showed him doing a few drills. And it's funny, he's like, everyone, like Mitch Marner said, hey, it's like, yeah, they told me it's going to be a quick 20-minute skate, and I just did some drills and stuff. Like, he found out, it, he didn't he didn't even know that it was for that. So pretty much saying, yeah, hey, wh- hey, Mitch, this is your audition to play with John Tavares. Or, like, if you told him that, he'd probably, he probably, he'd probably, he'd probably screw up. Exactly. He'd probably fall. A 20-minute skate would be a four-hour skate. Hey, they did a Mr. Perfect video, and half of it was not Mr. Perfect. Yeah, but Mr. Perfect actually was Mr. Perfect. Okay, was, you've he, seen the documentary. You know he wasn't perfect. He was a one-take guy. <laughs> he was never a one-take guy. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking Mr. Perfect's theme. Um, doo, doo. Okay, I'm done. Um, so pretty much saying how Luke Fox talked about how he's going to be the guy. It was in his Quick Shifts article they wrote recently. And I'm – it just – it gets me going, man. You said we're, what, 65 days away? Or less than. Less than 65 days away. Let's go! I know I'm not gonna. I'm gonna do the same thing I did last year. I'm not gonna watch preseason hockey because I don't like getting overexcited about it. I don't. I hate doing that unless I go to a live game. Right. Unless I went to a live game, I'd do that. But I don't. I hate watch preseason hockey because then there's like, well, I mean, like there's it's, guys. It's there's not guys full that, form. There, there's guys that show up. They're like, oh man, this guy's gonna make the team. And they don't make the team, and they're like, why don't they make the team? And then you see, oh wait, that's why he didn't make the team. Don't. Exactly. Like, it, there's that's why you never want to get too excited. Hey, like I said, the Jonas Gustafson save, save that changed my view on Detroit and Toronto, where it completely split them apart, that was in the preseason. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember that, guys. And I still uh, I still thank Jonas Gustafson every day. And I think, okay, so going back to Marner, this next year for Marner is going to be great things. Why? A, because he gets played with Tavares. So if the trend stays on, he's going to make money off of playing with Tavares. Exactly. And also, in my... If, if he wants that you, $10 million, play with Tavares. You'll get score it. Score 85 points. Well, he, he had a 69 point last year. Nice, nice, nice. But what I'm saying is, well, you you have your Sportsnet article. I have my TSN article. He wants to the be taken... The battle begins. He wants to be taken more seriously. Is what he said in your in well, an interview. The thing. Don't forget, he bounced around the lineup. Like they tried the Bozak, JVR, Marner line again, and it flopped. The power play worked, but the the five on five uh, line did not work for garbage. That's because then again, you're playing with two defensive liabilities. Okay, but here, um, here's here's a direct quote from Mitch Marner. I think all young guys do want to be taken more seriously. We all want to put more pressure on ourselves and be better every single night. And going forward, that's what we have to do. And yet people so, still make fun dip jokes about Mitch Marner. Because he's, he's a young boy. He's a wee lad. He is a wee lad. He's a wee lad. But that's what I'm saying. He wants to be ma- playing with Tavares will only be good for him because he'll make more money and he will have a little bit more pressure put on him because obviously he has to be playing at the level or trying to be playing at the level of Tavares. And, and he's going to want, and he wants to help his team. He's going to. His team. The Leafs. This team. Let's go. Come on. Are you not excited? Oh, Are you not entertained? I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. We lad. Are you Irish or Scottish? I can't pick it up. No. This is some pretty Irish stuff. Oh, just okay. a wee lad. Do the only oh, do Scottish are. Do Scottish. the Leafs play on St. Paddy's Day this year? I don't think they do. Either. I'm gonna look it up. If you want a wee point, we'll go have a drink. Oh, I don't think I can make it into work this morning. Oh, why is that? Because I was up and I was puking. Okay, and and I think I saw a little blood come out of my throat. And okay, and 
I think I gotta go to the hospital. Well, I don't think that's very necessary, is it? You wee laddie, eh? You Oi. just had a wee drink. Oh, you chappy. Just a, just a wee drink. Um, Where are we going with this? I have no clue. Mitch Marner, good for you. You get to play with one of the best, and you're going to be one of the best. <laughs> or else Tavares is going to probably... It's probably in his contract somewhere. We're going to start you out with Marner and see how it goes. And if he doesn't play with him, they'll probably... Ah, yes. We're just going to sell him on the fact that you get to play with Mitch Marner and... Psych! <laughs> and nope. You're going to play with... You're going to be on the fourth line with Connor Brown and... So... And um, so who, Andreas Janssen, which I, I would not mind. <laughs> I know Babcock was there in the meeting, but how do you think Dubas went up to Babcock and was like, listen, with Tavares, I don't think you can move the lines around too much. What? He's like, what, 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 what do you what, mean? What do you mean I can't change the lines? What, what if I want to put Jaime with Tavares? No, we, we're selling Tavares. I'm playing with Martin. Okay, but Martin, but Tavares, but Tavares and Jaime. But it worked with Messi. Oh, St. Patty's Day on Sunday this year. Oh, gosh, that's horrible. No, it's not. St. Patty's Day on a Sunday? No, it's not. Okay, for you. So? <laughs> for you, nice little, I don't know, person that hardly ever drinks. I don't drink anymore. I don't. I'm I mean, like I don't, CM I Punk. I got that straight-edge lifestyle, bro. I mean, I don't blame you, but, you know. Cost yeah, too no. much. Cost too much. Well. Okay. <laughs> unless, well. You, unless you drink and piss water. It's a bit much. Don't you dare speak of that. <laughs> Most in Canadians piss water. And Crown Royal's candy in a bottle. Mm, thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, so we went over to Austin Matthews. Leaf. So the Leaf forwards also Oh, are, so we are going to the maybe. I guess we do have time to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we have time. Um, this was one thing I wanted to talk about. So, obviously, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, people that you obviously want to get con- signed to contracts. William Nylander in particular, but then, obviously, the he's first. well, the way it's looking is Austin Matthews, because... We need to sign him! Well, yeah, it's like a Conor McDavid thing, because Conor McDavid would have smartened up and, like, maybe I should leave Edmonton. There's, just like how the William, or, like, the Austin Matthews rumor of him possibly taking some sort of cut of what he potentially could make, is that... Other leaf forwards and potentially leaf defensemen well, if you look are at following it, suit. If you look at it, Hyman could have made more money uh, yes. when he signed his contract. Connor Brown could have made more than Hyman could have made. So, like Connor Brown could be a five million dollar forward. They're seeing the light right? at the. They're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and they're like, we can reach that together if we just all buy in. And that's why I don't. I I hope and pray. Do you want a Bugatti? If, if Matthews. If Matthews is as serious as he is about being a Leaf for a long time and wanting to win with his team, there will be a single-digit AAV number. I, I'm, that's, I'm so nervous about that. All right. It's, that, that was my thing about the Tavares contract. Is Yes, it's $11 million. Yes, it's $2 million less than he could have made elsewhere. But I'm like, that's still a lot of money. And the fact that you have to pay for Nealon, who's going to want seven and a half, eight, who Whether or not he makes it is I don't know. Then you're going to have Matthews, who wants to probably make 10. I don't know. And you have Martin, who wants to make 10. And if he plays with Tavares, he's going to be worth 10. So if these guys can just sit there and say, hey, even if it's for three or four-year contracts, if we can, if we all buy in and we all take cuts from what, we, from what we should be making now, we could win now. We could have room to get guys to help us win now. Now, I'm not saying Leafs are in a full-scale win-now mode. Please don't ever put that. We can't put that on the Leafs. Like I said, teams have faltered under it so many times, and it just it absolutely ruins teams. It ruins teams, ruins franchises. All right, Chicago Blackhawks, number one. Yes, they won, but they were still in win now mode. And look at them now. Okay, their best goaltender's name is Scott Foster. He's a beer league goalie. Played for, <laughs> West, played for Western. So Western guy, good guy. Never met him. He's a great guy. Good friend of mine. Um, friend of the show. No, he hasn't ever met him. I'm afraid he probably won't be. Let's be honest. I've talked to him over text on uh, Facebook. Because he's good friends with my buddy Chase, who I did band with. I talked to him. I was like, hey, man, you did good out there. I was like, dude, that was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was good, though. You did good. Waster and Brackos. Home of the Brackos. Row the boat. Row. Yeah, that was a while ago, dude. That was a while ago. Still, um, still. But that's why I'm just sitting there. I'm just thinking, how is this going to work? What is the plan? What the heck is Dubas doing now? I'll tell you what the plan is. Today is... Just because you have glasses look like Kyle, closer to Kyle Dubas than I do does not mean you know what the plan is. I know what Fortnite is. 
Probably, he probably knows what Fortnite is. Okay, let's be it's honest. It's confirmed. He knows what it is. No, if my flag, if my forty-five-year-old pl- flag man that I work with at Berlin plays Fortnite, Kyle Dubas knows what it is. This is the this is the Maple Leafs plan. Today is the last day of July. Today is. Oh, it is now. Yes, it is. If you're listening to this, this is, and I'll, hey guys, if you're listening to this tomorrow, guess what? It ain't July anymore. During this recording, it's the last day of July. Today is Mike Babcock's probably the. the the most hectic day of his year. You want to know why? He's got to call everybody on the Toronto Maple Leafs roster, and he's got to say this. All right, how you doing? No, it's, it's Mike. Uh, pro- no, he's probably, I think he calls everyone like once. I've heard it at least once. It's like, hey, probably Matthews twice. Hey, it's, uh, Nylander three times. Okay, so this. Morgan Rowley four times. Okay, shh. Kadri making sure he's out of trouble. Tyler. Which, by the way, Kadri just got married. I know. Congratulations, Naz. But no, Tyler, just let me go with this. Say accidentally you're not at the phone and it goes to voicemail. This is the voicemail you would respond to. What the or, or heck that, are you or doing? That, or that you would give. Pick up! <laughs> or, hey, Willie, uh, this, it's, uh, Mike. Just wanted to let you know that it's the last day of, uh, July. And I know that there's this thing called the Christmas in July and it's the last day. This is your last chance. Do you want your Christmas present to, for, to yourself to be a McLaren or a cup? See you at Morningscape. Click. Ooh. That's it! That's it! McLaren or a cup? There you go! Hot take, Bob Cooks. Well, the fact that he lives in the fact that he lives in Sweden and Toronto, I wouldn't want to get a McLaren. <laughs> I get a truck, but you know, all the still, snow you're driving through. But still, do you want to do you, McLaren, no. do you want to speed McLaren on the Nurburgring or do you want to speed to a cup? There you go. Hot takes, Bob Cooks, Bob Sucks. There we go. How come we don't have a pair of those yet? Soon, soon, soon. We have to get them before the season starts. Um, what are we? We're still talking about so Matthews. Leafs are gonna win. A lot. Come on. If they, I'm just so invested. In this. Like that was expectation. That's why the loss to Boston sucked. Washington was like, oh, we lost. Boston's like, we're supposed to win now. Here we go. We have to. There's expectations to win, and it's painful. It's worse than finishing last. It's worse than an 18 wheeler falling off a cliff with Brian Burke looking at us like, uh. It's it's worse than that because now this team is set to win. Yes, this team is good enough to win. We expect them to win. This team has to make it's it. It's hurting up. my brain that they don't win. This team has to make it to the conference final. Like that's why it's like, hey, we lost Arizona. at least we lost to Arizona back in the day. Oh darn, we lost to Arizona in the toilet Ah, well, you know, we get we'll probably get a better draft pick than they will now. Now this Arizona, it's like, what happened? What are you doing? What are you doing? I just they have to win three games in the West in the excuse me the Eastern Conference or it's a bust. They have, no they have you mean they have to win a series they have to win a series now. No, they are set to win a Stanley Cup. They in my eyes they have to win at least three games in the Eastern Conference final. To or be it's a bust. Even, to be even or clo- it's a bust to be even close to a successful season. I just you know or or we just, getting no, to no, this is where I say that's why I always tell people to calm down. The Stanley Cup prediction. Like, yes, they had the best season ever last year, but like, let's win a playoff series. Let's beat Boston, please, for my sake. We're not going to face Boston be- in the first round next year. I'm telling you. Shoot, you're right. We'll probably play the second or third seed because Boston may just win the division. So, Tampa, I don't know who's going to win the division Boston's this year. Boston's not going to win the division. Well, Boston's going to make the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs. They won't. Char's too old. He's hurt. It's not about Char. Look at everyone else, dude. That team is still good enough. Now, whether or not they perform well enough, who knows? But that team is still good enough to be top two, top. Like you may see Tampa, Boston, Toronto, top three. I don't know how the or how the order is going to go, but it may be the same as last year. You have the same three teams in the top of the division. Yeah, talking about last year and talking about top teams, a team that wants to finish the story that they that they started writing last year. Vegas. Where are you going with this here? They were that close. You dropped this one on me late, so I don't know where you're going with this one. I- I'll tell you where I'm going. It's just this little snippet, same with what I'm about to talk about with Batman. Uh, I think we skip Batman for next week. Oh, it's just like a five second. Nah, well, I think I that can be something. Vegas got. We, actually, we have all of August. <laughs> I know, but I just want to do a snippet into next week. It's a tie-in. It's a tie-in. Just no, we can't do a tie-in. Let's do it. Uh, let's do an angry August because then we'll talk about Batman next week, anyways. With my angry August. Fine. Next week is Batman. That's it. Is Batman? Sure, I can do it. Batman and BS. That kill is. the Batman. <laughs> no, no, that's not Mark Hamill. That, no, oh, I'm sorry, Heath that, Ledger. That, was the that was the Heath Ledger. That was the Heath Ledger Joker. Batman. 
It's very simple. We kill the Batman. But going back to I Vegas, that's pretty good. That's I pretty know. Good. Thank you. That's pretty good. Even though I have more, I actually used to have like hair like Heath Ledger. That was pretty. So good. did I. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. It actually was more like a bowl. You're never a team. You never got bowl. You never had you. You never had the. Flow okay, that I I'm sorry that my hair curled. You never had the flow that I did. My hair curled, and it curled just enough to be nice and wavy, just like Heath Ledger. No. Hey, a kid in school, we watched Knight's Tale and World Studies class. Guess what? He looked at me and like said, you look just like him. And I said, thank you. Vegas. They, were, they came this close. They just got a player like Paul Stasny. Yes, they lose James Neal, but still, they want to win the Cup. Vegas is a franchise that they got that close in the beginning year. That bar is set high. I don't think so. I think so. I don't. I'll be honest. I know. I'm sure the Vegas fans are probably like, you know, when as soon as they start losing, they'll probably freak out. But I'll be honest with you. I'm. I'm kind. I'm not in the same boat as I was last year. Like full blown, they're gonna suck. I'm just like, yeah. If they don't make it to the finals, it's not awful. I'm not. It's I'm, not awful. But if I they think, make it to the playoffs again, great. If they don't make. The, if they miss the playoffs, well, yeah, it's how it's supposed to be. The players want to win, is what I'm saying. Well, of course, you never play. You play to win the game. <laughs> you never played. What's a, the gimmick of a hockey game? Win. <laughs> win. 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 Actually, that's probably a very audible on these microphones. Oh, slamming the table. They want to win. Simple as that. And I just whether it happens or not. Uh, William Carlson's still going through contract talks. Not arbitration, just contract talks. Correct. Um, Shea I, Taylor, I, I heard... Shea Taylor as well. We talked about that last week. I heard a rumor... Uh, oh, I forgot which uh, TSN columnist was reporting on it. But um, there's been reports that the William Carlson... Jeez, the Jays are dumping the boat. Sorry. The, Will, the uh, William Carlson will be possibly announced by next Monday. And then Shea Taylor is supposed to be announced... On the same week, I say Theodore because next I Friday. I know it's not, Theodore, not this upcoming Friday, but next Friday. Who did you hear that from? I forgot the TSN columnist that was reporting it, but Mark Masters, maybe. Uh, um, yeah, Vegas. Is just it's such a weird team. Like they could easily be garbage next year. They could easily flurry. Be- flurry could easily have a horrible year. Have be have an eight hundred save percentage, and Malcolm Subban can't pick up the slack. The defense. The gaping hole that is their defense core, like the fact that they made it all the way to the finals with that defense core, that can be exposed this year. They could easily be the best, and they could easily be the worst. I I completely agree. It could be a it could be a Guy Boucher thing, like in Ottawa, they do great one year and they just fall off a cliff. It it's entirely possible. I mean, it's Gerard Gallant, which his coaching style is different from Guy Boucher's, obviously, and I think he could have his team buy in yeah, better than better than it is Boucher, but they could. This Vegas team could easily be. This Vegas team could easily be what they should have been last year. They could be garbage. They could be awful. They may miss the playoffs by a hundred points. Okay, which is impossible. Yes, but bear with me. But then again, they could easily make it to the playoffs and be competitive in the playoffs. Is this team a Stanley Cup contender? I don't know. They, apparently, they were. I don't think they have potential. They had potential. Oh, I don't think they even had potential last year. They just no. They ha- they, I'm saying they have potential. I don't think so. That's the thing. I know that. I know they were just there. Yes, I know they were just. there. They are the wild card. This team was just. It just happened. I didn't know what to expect with it. They were just there all of a sudden, and they're in the finals, and they're playing Washington. And let's be honest, I didn't think Washington was going to make it there. I thought it was going to be Winnipeg and Tampa, or Winnipeg and Toronto. Because let's be honest, we were 20 minutes away again. Anyways, but that's what I'm saying is like, who knows? Who knows? You can't just say, oh, Vegas, they made it last year. They're going to do it again this year. I'm like, well, yeah. So everyone they, everyone thought in 1996, yeah, the New Jersey Devils are going to be great again, just like they won the cup in 95. Well, they did. They missed the playoffs. Yep. So, I mean, if they make it back to the playoffs, great. Make it back to the finals, awesome. If they win, good for them. I just don't, I don't know what to expect. It's Vegas, man. There'll be times when you'll be on a roll. You'll be hitting 21, 20, 21, beating the dealer every time. Let and, it then ride. Get, and then guess what? You're hitting fives, you're hitting sixes, you're hitting sevens. You're going to lose every time. House wins. House wins, buddy. House wins. So we'll see how she goes. Talk about the house real quick. Food for thought for next week. Gary Bettman. <laughs> he wants to make money off the gambling situation. That's it. Good. That's, that's all I want to say. And we're going to tail it off here. Bye. Iggy, send us home!
Jerome McGinley has officially announced his retirement uh, this past week, or it was actually uh, yesterday. Yep. Yeah, no, excuse me. It was announced that he was going to announce it last week, then announced it on Monday, and there's a great press conference, talked about it. And very every, classy, very classy. He's always been a classy guy. He's been a heck of a chirper and an absolute turd to be playing against on the ice. But off the ice. Off he's the a ice. Guy. He's, he's a great a great guy. He's a good Canadian boy, as Don would say. He's a good boy with he's a great Canadian heart, and I love him to death. Good on you, boy. Hey, hey you know what? Iggy, Thanks to Jerome McGinley. It got Steve Dangle on, on Coach's Corner. Yes. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, uh, he'll probably be – if he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, I'm giving up on the committee. I can tell you that right now. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Chris Osgood not in the Hall of Fame. That's beside uh, – yes. Because Chris Osgood wasn't the marketing scheme behind multiple NHL video games. That's why. Multiple? Yeah. Oh, just the one, 2003. Well, that's when he was the cover, but if you think about the marketing campaigns, it was multiple. Don't forget, what was the next year Danny Heatley? As the... and then No, think of it this way. Okay, I can, I can remember it's off the top of my head. Okay, so Mario Lemieux 2002, which is funny. Jerome McGinley, 50 goals, yes, 2003, earned it. 2004, Dan Heatley, okay. 2005, Marcus Nasland. Okay, right. to, okay, to be All fair, right. there was a lockout in there somewhere. ESPN made a better game where you could just chop the crap out of someone's leg. I love that, that was, game. That was their marketing scheme. Hey, we got weird arenas. We can spear people. You can spear a guy. That was back. I'm back. Old-fashioned hockey. The hook and grab era, man. It was great. I Did I tell you that the um, old-time hockey video game that we have on the PlayStation 4? Yeah. The original, like the original thought behind that, and like the actual plan of man, we should make a game out of this, was two guys playing each other in um, NHL 2K4 or what was it whatever, and they were playing as it was the Boston Bruins versus the old Montreal Canadiens, and they were just whacking away at each other. I'm like, man, this would be just a fun game by itself. <gasps> I have a plan. And then they try to make it for the PS3, and then it got got denied, and then they made it for the PS4, and they're like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Do we still have that? We still have it downloaded, yeah. right? Okay. It's not downloaded. I have to re-download it, but because PlayStation 4 has the stupid thing. PlayStation 5, maybe, 2020. Dude, I don't want to talk about PlayStation 5s. I remember when PS2 was God. <laughs> the thick one. The the box. The the thing you could kill someone with. Do you know how concerned I was when we had the, like, the slim PS2, and then they were like, the PlayStation 3, and then we got it, and was like, this is big. This is huge. I thought technology was supposed to get smaller. Jerome McGinley announced retirement. Um, I'm, I'm glad. I'm good. You know, it's good for him. I know it probably took a lot longer than he probably could have. I know he was trying to make a comeback and tried to find a team, and it probably just occurred to him, and I hate to compare myself to him, but kind of like how I realized that I wasn't going to make it. You probably realized he wasn't going to be able to come back. Dude, you should have probably found out that you weren't going to make it when you decided, yeah, I'll go play for Northview. No, shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know. You were fighting for the lead. You were fighting for the starting goaltender position versus a bum <laughs> with a mop haircut. You so should have your know. haircut. Literally your haircut. Yeah. How does that make you feel? You were fighting for the top spot versus me. <laughs> Gosh, that wasn't. Oh, man. I never played goalie in my life, and I could have made that team. You could have. I could have started. No, you couldn't. No, yeah, I could have. Okay, not over me, but you could have started the next year. Exactly. Or not the next year. The year How does that make you feel? You could have played JV. I told you. We just need to buy you a jock. We had pads for you. You could have played. I don't play with jocks. You need you, you <laughs> needed a cup so you could play goal. The only cups I use are on the plate, <laughs> on the table. I'm going home. Jock straps are crutches. <laughs> Air's a crutch. No, don't start. Don't start. You don't see me walking around with crutches all day. Why am I drinking water? Don't start with this. (laughs) Jerome again, the great guy. Good on you. Hopefully, you get. We're supposed to have a nice one for him, and unfortunately, we totally ruined it. Jerome again, great career. Ambassador for the Calgary Flames. I hope he does. I hope so too. First ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely. One of the best bald guys uh, I know. Okay, he chose to do that because he couldn't grow hair. Exactly. Um, Canada was shot. How many fights did he got in the twenty? Remember the two thousand four playoffs where he seemed like he got into a fight quite often. I'll look it up. I because you never see it in the playoffs where guys fighting. Of course, then again, the NCAA rules. But Jerome McGinley was not afraid to fight. A star player, a high scoring player, not afraid to fight. I like that in a guy. I like it. I like it when they let him when the refs let him play. Um, and I'm looking. Are you, are you actually gonna get an answer here? Yep, I'm gonna look it up. 
He's probably gonna give you the penalty, man. So you're gonna have to try to differentiate that. Um, he's coming through. Always oh, got something. Always oh, thinking. He's doing. He's making the sounds of thinking. Two thousand four playoffs. 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 Ploffs. The peel-offs. Going to the peel-offs, boys. And the answer is... Total penalty minutes for the season, 86. Playoff well, penalty minutes... 64. <laughs> no. Ooh. What? 18. Uh, well, uh, over four series? Uh, I guess not astronomical numbers. So we can't figure out how many fights he had. But I remember he had a few. I think he had one against Vancouver. Obviously, he had the famous one against the Cavier. Yes. Which is hilarious because Vinny's like, what am I doing? Seriously, what were you doing, Vinny LeCavier? Um, gosh, remember, Vinny, remember when Vinny LeCavier was good? Yeah. Gosh. And you know what? He was so good that he made Angelo Six cover. You want me to keep going on the covers and ask why they, ha- why they happened or how they happened? Oh, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. No. Uh, penalty minutes in the 2003-2004 playoffs, 45. Holy cow! Never mind. <laughs> it was the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> wow! 45. Attaboy, Aggie. Well, that turned my story from... Oh, All man. I'll oh, say man. is this. It was an even five, so you can imagine how many were fights. He didn't get any tripping minors. No cross-checking. No, nine fights. Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs, boys. That's how he did it. 18 versus 45. Um, you kind of messed that one up. Though. I read the wrong number, We okay? dropped the ball on Honoring Aginla. We dropped the ball on statistics. Jerome Aginla, you're a great guy. We, You're much better than we are, clearly. Because I'm sure Jerome McGinley, as bashful as he is, he could have a much more entertaining podcast than we would. Yeah. Jerome McGinley, what was it like being a Dallas Stars draft pick and then getting traded to a team that was absolute garbage? I actually talked about that on Tim and Sid. I listened to that today. That was actually... It just, You know what? It's funny. When you hear him talk, it just sounds like he's smiling the entire time. You can hear... He like, probably just does. Well, because I've seen him talk he's about... He's a happy guy. Interview. I've seen him in interviews. I've seen him when they lose. But like, I was listening to Tim and Sid interview, and it just... Like, cause obviously I can't watch it. It's on the pod. It's on their podcast. It's on Google Play or what I was listening to it. And I just hear that, and I'm just thinking, man, he just sounds happy. Former Kamloop Blazer. Yep. Uh, he played from '94 to '96, '97, '94, '97. You have no idea. Well, you're I looking mean, at his stats. Where's what does it say from? Well, this is, uh, well, that's all of his NHL stuff. But he. <clears throat> he was uh, drafted in 95. So he probably played in... Probably 90... till 96. Jerome McGinley. His first season was the 96-97 season. No, I'm trying to do his math right now. Uh, Hockey DB, here we go. Thank you, sir. Uh, 93 to 96. Ah, I was off by a year. Ha! So I said four years right. Um, or three years right. So, good for... Ah, gosh, I forgot he played for Colorado. They have his Colorado picture on the Hockey DB page. Four-time All-Star... 2001-2002 Pearson Award, 2001-2002 the Rocky Art Ross Trophy. Rocky Richard. That was twice, a good year for him. Yep. Twice, and then Tom Clancy Award in 2003-2004. Great guy. I'm, 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 I'm glad. I'm glad he, glad he ended. Not necessarily on a high note, but you know what? Did you know originally his first number for when he played for Calgary was 24? Yes. And then he was switched to 12, and then he, was, then he played as uh, 12 all the way up until he got traded to uh, LA. LA, which was 88. 88 yeah, because um, was Gabrick Gabrick was still on the team, right? No, was Gabrick traded yet? No, Gabrick was traded this past year. Yeah. Yes. So that yeah. So twenty. Yes. So he was pretty much he had to be eighty. It had to be something else because he couldn't be twelve because of you know Aaron Gabrick who's been there longer. We've been going for a while. Oh geez, I gotta edit this thing. Yeah. That was a yeah. It was a fun show, Alex. Told you. That was a fun show. Called it. It was still garbage, but it was a fun show. Hey, it may be a dumpster fire, but that's a pretty entertaining dumpster fire. Like Buffalo. Eh, they're not entertaining. No, we're better than Buffalo. We're Toronto. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Alex Keel. Tyler Keel alongside me. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.